is Jose Galison of No Way Jose. You can find me on the No Way Jose YouTube channel. You can also find me on the Liberty Movement YouTube channel. You also can find me on just about every pod, spot, uh, spot podcast are at. Um, with the uh, Liberty Movement YouTube channel, you only find some of my content there. There'll be stuff that falls under the purview of that. That would be the uh, cultural, non-political stuff. This is episodes going to go up on there. But if you want to find my other content, go on fucking uh, go to my No Way Jose channel or you know listen to it on the podcast. Uh, with the Liberty Movement, it's also on BitChute. Uh, if you ever need to contact me for any reason, hit me up on thelibertymovementglobal at gmail.com. Um, today's episode is going to be a solo episode. I'm going to flex those, those solo rant muscles. So it's maybe a little bit shorter than normal. Uh, I mean, I've kind of used interviews as a crutch. It's kind of, I don't know, something, something's better about doing the whole like conversational thing. But you know, this is one I kind of just want to talk about myself. Uh, the topic today is internet censorship. Uh, before we get into it more, I kind of want to, and we'll probably get into this a little bit in the episode. Uh, I want, I have a request for some of you tech folks to go check out endthefed.app. Give me some uh, feedback. Let me know what you guys think. This is a uh, person-to-person crypto-powered app store, which, I mean, like I said, we'll get into it, but I think it's going to be, could be something interesting going forward with a lot of the current events. Um, yeah. So, like I said, this is going to be an internet censorship episode, and I want to start out with just completely slap down. I know people in the circles I run that run run in are a lot of them are going to say shit like, "Oh, it's a private company, bro." And my thing is, I mean, there's two things to this. One, okay, let's accept the premise it's a private company. Okay, we can express preference. Like, if I go to a restaurant and I order the order fish and they hand give me a plate with fish on it and there's a turd on top of it. I can say uh, that I don't like this. Like this, so, like nothing I'm doing here is saying we should have the government do anything or anything like that. I'm just saying, you know, I'm expressing my displeasure essentially. And then two, the the other the other argument is that this these are not private companies. The a lot of these major like your know, YouTube, Facebook, like some of these big dogs, they're for the most part not private companies. They are heavily subsidized by the government. They you know they have. Uh, a ton of regulations that kind of keep out some of the smaller people, you know, just big time subsidies, all that stuff. They're not private companies. I mean, they definitely blur the lines. Um, all right. So I figured it'd be kind of cool to start out with. I mean, I know if you guys have been following my channel, a lot of you guys probably know that, um, you know, my story a little bit. Uh, Jose Galison is a pseudonym um, for certain reasons. I just like to use it. Um, this was born out of because I was a shit poster. I, I used to, you know, people always joke that like, you know, you, you gotta be like the heroes are the ones who shit post on their main account. That was me. I was the one who shit posted my main account caused all sorts of trouble, just having fun, spreading the, spread, spreading the message, you know? And, um, but yeah, I mean, I got zucked so many times. I got to a point that was like, Hey, all my family's on here, all my, all my like, you know, my kids' photos and stuff like that. So it's like, I, I was getting to a point where it's like, I'm probably going to lose my main account. So I got this other account in the Jose Galison. And yeah, it was like, started out as a shit posting, but pretty quickly I started up with the Liberty Movement, um, you know, group. And so from there, I like kind of toned it down because I didn't really want to get zocked while I was doing something, you know, trying a different approach. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, so yeah, I, I'm kind of used to this whole like, you know, getting zocked kind of thing. Like, I've been playing this game for a while. I've gotten good at like riding the line and I kind of got to the point where it's like, you kind of just know what you can and can't get away with. And things are getting weird now to where it's, 
not necessarily the case to where it's like you don't know what you could even get taken down for. Like, especially like it, it was a little bit creepy with the lead up to the election. A lot of stuff. I got zucked around that time. It was for something silly, but it was like I was like, okay, there's some credence, but like with like the the lead up to this inauguration, it it did it was ridiculous. Like, I think Eric July got taken down, and he uh he like literally said on his thing that like this was the wasn't even for a post if I remember correctly, and it says something along the lines of like this is in you know in, in preparation for the inauguration day, which is just creepy because it's like are they just not even trying to have this veil of like you know separation between corporate and state anymore i mean yeah and i got zucked uh, ironically i i've gotten to the point where i don't really pretty much only use facebook to promote this and every now and then i'll, I'll share some memes but I really don't even interact with it much i shared a quote and uh let me see i'll bring it up real quick um the quote was, fascism should should more appropriately be called corporatism because of the merger of state and corporate power. And this is a quote from Mussolini. And I they got insta-flagged. So I I had to – it came up. I, I, I said, no, I don't agree with this decision. And usually how that works with Facebook is then that means an, like an independent individual is supposed to then verify it. So I just assumed this was the algorithm because, I mean, I've had this happen before. I've had friends, especially if you, like, you share – any quotes of like people who are like, you know, persons non gratis, you know, like people that like no, no people like pretty much regardless of context is going to get flagged. Um, and so I just assumed it was a Mussolini quote, quote, it got flagged. I figured, you know, a person would come on and, you know, be like, no, 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 you know, especially with the context, be like, no, it's fine. Uh, that was not the case. It still stood. And I mean, that, that was, I mean, that's probably, I guess I want to say the first time, but for something so innocuous and not that big of a deal, this is probably the first time something like that happened. And I, it was just really weird. And so, like, that's kind of what spawned me being like, I want to do this episode. Like, I do feel like this is something that's been done, you know, that so many people have done this. But it's just, for me, it's gone to the point where it's just so overt. I mean, it was already kind of overt before. But now it's just so over the top. And then just, like, the, for me, there's the irony of that. That, like, because that's kind of the big thing is that, like, this is, uh, these companies are just bitches of the state. And, like, this is literal fascism. Like most people don't realize. I went this my episode uh, with uh, Patrick McFarlane episode uh, yesterday. We kind of went into this that uh, like that is the definition of fascism is a merger of corporate and state. It's it's not just like you know that which I don't like. Like people don't. It's like people don't realize that certain words have definitions, and that's one of them. And that's kind of what we're coming into now. And I feel like that's just something people should be aware of. And I mean, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's fucking weird. Um, moving on. Um, I also with some other shit going on lately. I noticed like this week, like this week has just been like a weird time for this like whole you know censorship of the internet type thing. We had I saw there was an uh, a, an article from the Associated Press which they were complaining about um, podcasts being loopholes. Which I mean, this is creepy. Uh, and then there was another one I'm sure a lot of people have seen shared around, which was CNN. And they were, they were complaining. One of the big things they were complaining about is that YouTube, some YouTubers have larger platforms than them. And it's just, it, it's just so ironic. It's just like, they just don't catch that. Like, well, maybe it's just because people like them better. I mean, it, it, it's the whole idea of the cathedral and like, we are just the accepted news source and just, we start, that's, that's the, that's just the a priori you start from. And, uh, yeah, it's just creepy. And they also made some parallels between like 
terrorism and like people like essentially they were making conflating some stuff with how we uh, approach taking terrorists off the web before and how they were like insinuating like we should do something similar with like people who have no no beliefs you know which and they were talking about conservatives so I mean, not to get political. I mean, I'm, I'm not getting political. I mean, none of these people have principles. If it was the shoe was on the other foot, it would be Fox doing the same exact thing. It doesn't really matter. But yeah, it's a, uh, it's it's just fucking it's creepy. Um, but anyways, um, yeah. So, <clears throat> um, but yeah. Um, so there's that. Um, one thing I kind of want to go into is that this has already been occurring. Like I've I've noticed myself that this has already been a thing where this has been this intense internet censorship, but now we're getting this thing where now it's entering the lexicon of the normies, the you know the mainstream media, the you know like now it's entering the polite conversation where it was just something being done on on the down low before, and if anything they would deny it and like obfuscate whenever it came up, but now it's becoming this accepted you know narrative of like we can't be having these people talk. And that's creepy because then that now, if they were already doing before, what do they do next? Like, yeah. And I mean, this sounds bleak now, but I'm going to get more into it as we go on and how it may not be so bleak. Um, yeah. So I kind of wanted to also go into tactics with this, you know, with we have all this internet censorship going on. Like, what should we do tactically speaking? Um, I was listening to a podcast with Pete Quinones and, uh, he had Aaron from the fag, well, previously the fag cast. Now it's the, uh, timeline earth. And, um, he was going on about, and I thought, I mean, I still in my head, I'm, I'm torn of whether I agree with him or not, but he was saying that, uh, we shouldn't abandon these platforms and I'm on the edge of it. Uh, I'm not entirely sure how I feel. Um, but I do think there's there's a point to it. I do think we should diversify our efforts, um, you know, move on to other alternate socials, um, you know, the alternate video platforms, podcast platforms, uh, stuff like that. But I do think there is a point to not giving up and like essentially not allowing these people to have their echo chambers, which is what they want. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I also kind of want to go into solutions. And with solutions, I, uh, like to bring up another podcast. This one's a Shane, ha- uh, Shane Hazel podcast. Uh, he was on uh, with Pete again. I mean, I listen to a lot of Pete and you know, stuff. I pretty much listen to him religiously. And he was talking about blockchain socials. And uh, I do think that's going to be a big thing going on, uh, going forward. Like I know Library and Odyssey both operate off of that. So, yeah, you know, look into that. I, I do think those are going to be interesting because, I mean, the big thing with I'm not a tech guy, as a lot of you guys know. Uh, when it comes to like blockchain stuff, it's my understanding those are basically unnukable. So no matter what you want, like you just you just can't take those off. Um, yeah. Um, so with those being unstoppable, you also got uh, like I brought up earlier. You got endthefed.app, which is an app store, which uh, they're like I said they're using crypto. And I also think uh, like being as it's an, they're trying to be like an alternate app store type thing. I feel like this is a spot, a lot of people have a blind spot too. Like, yes, we're all moving to these alternate socials, but a lot of people aren't thinking about, thinking about like, well, where these socials come from? Like the, they come from the Amazon play store, or the Google play store or whatever the hell, all those different spots. But it's like, you see like the example of parlor and how it got nuked super quick. Like, and that was part of why is because there was this bottleneck of that area. And I think we need to be diversifying in multiple ways. Um, yeah, so, but also, I kind of want to go into, too, how 
I've been noticing like this part of why I've, I've been wanting to kind of do something like this for a while. Cause like I said, I've been noticing that I've been getting less and less views on like YouTube. And I mean, maybe it's just people don't like me anymore. I don't know, whatever. But, but at the same time I've been on my alternate stuff, like whether it's my audio podcast, I, the audio podcast, I'm probably been getting about the same as my YouTube. But when it comes to BitChute, I've been probably getting almost like twice as much, which is for me is weird because it's like, yeah, even the subscriber count is probably like less than a quarter of what uh, it is on uh, on YouTube. But even then, somehow the reach on BitChute is far better, which just doesn't add up to me. Uh, so that's why I think there's some algorithm craziness going on there. Um, but as I uh, kind of implying here that like, with that, you know, like, like uh, you can look at that negatively, but then you can also look at that like they're cracking down, but that energy is being redirected elsewhere. So I think there's a lot of hope going forward with that, that we are going to have, you know, all these alternates, and all this diversification of socials and such is going to be good. You know, like, like I've been seeing a lot of like movement going towards MeWe. Uh, I've been on MeWe. It's been kind of coming up nice float. Like for me, it was kind of clunky. Uh, initially it's getting better parlor even parlor i was on there i i really was just like man when it first started and as i mean before it got nuked i was kind of starting to dig it it was getting a little bit better i mean yeah it's definitely maga country whatever but it was it was improving and i i do think you know the more we can get people to diversify or get off of these like main socials the better it'll be and so that that's essentially this what this episode a lot is is just a call to action for a lot of you guys to start moving off like i the only reason i even moved off is because of promoting this like not even moved off i just diversified and i'm i think just the normal person should as well like for me if i wasn't even if i wasn't doing this podcast i wouldn't be on facebook anymore it's gone to the point where it's not even enjoyable and i used to have a blast on there and have a lot of great conversations but it's just gone to the point where i just can't even freely conversate and i'm not even and I don't even feel like I have really anything, um, I guess I say it's not controversial, but to the normie, it probably would be controversial. But like stuff that, like if I was having a normal conversation with somebody outside of the internet, that they would be like, oh my, like it's not that kind of stuff. It's not like I'm like, you know, doing like talking about ethno states or something like that. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's just kind of weird. Uh, and the, this is how it's turning out. So I my this is my big push for you guys. Like start, you know, moving on to other spots. Come on to go to BitChute, go to Odyssey, go to library. I want to eventually go into library, but there is a thing where I'm I'm not gonna lie, it's kind of just laziness because it's like I gotta I would have to go and like completely build up that whole channel over again on, on library because I don't think you get like they'll let you like match it up with your YouTube channel once you get to I think like three hundred subscribers. But uh yeah, um like I said, this is probably gonna be a shorter one. But I just kind of wanted to push this out. Another thing I do when I'm here, I kind of want to make a call out to some of you guys that um, being as this is on the Liberty Movement, the big thing with the Liberty Movement is we're trying to have a group of shows. And we already have – we have two that do contribute regularly, uh, me, being, me being one of them, the other one being the Last Nighters. Um, and we have a couple of people that do semi-regularly, like a gun, a gun one and a Christian anarchist. But if you guys – if any of you guys out there – you know, are trying to get into the podcast game and you want a platform to start out with, you know, initially, or even if just, even if you do want to long, do long-term, let me know, hit me up. I mean, like if it fits that brand of Liberty or of like 
cultural and non-political and it's like kind of liberty-minded ish like the one good example i've brought up a lot is like sports like say you're just a liberty-minded individual you know like for example mark claire like he i'm pretty sure he's a sports announcer but like say you want to do like a sports show and you just happen to be a liberty person you know uh hit me up let me know i'm totally down for like adding someone to the roster of rotating shows on here uh we're trying to you know get as many people ideally i'd like to get to a point where we have like one show for every day essentially and you know yeah and like this is the whole idea is voluntary if you decide for whatever reason you no longer want to be a part of it you want to move off just let me know and you know it is what it is but yeah i'm kind of trying to build that up um i wanted to end this on a spot where to be kind of hopeful uh, i saw this this quote on um it was on a float and it was from the Agris Nexus uh, account. And it was from Brandon Aragon, which I guess is the founder. And uh, he said, the more the state increases taxes, the harder it pushes down on its wrist with a blade. And yes, it's just taxes, but I feel like that can apply to any government action whatsoever. And that kind of, like I implied earlier with the whole fascism angle, that that kind of applies to corporate as well, because they've, in a sense, a lot of ways melded into one. And so I think with, you know, the more that it's pushed down where they're trying to tamper down on any dissenting information, the more they screw themselves over. And that's been a, lot, a big, um, a frequent theme of a lot of my episodes recently. And I, I do think it's going to be a theme going forward. Um, and yeah, so I think that does definitely applies and not just in taxes, just any government slash corporate, you know, or the melding of the two type action that the more they tamper down, the more... And they're not going to be able to stop it. Like I brought in the blockchain stuff. It's just not going to be a thing they're going to be able to stop. Uh, like I said, it's going to be a short episode. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up now. Kind of do my uh, do my plugs. Like I said at the beginning, I got the No Way Jose YouTube channel. All on audio podcast as well. Uh, the, the Liberty Movement YouTube and BitChute channel. We're on Facebook. We're on MeWe, the Liberty Movement. I, myself, am on Facebook. I'm kind of, you know... I'm only on Messenger right now. So I'm on Facebook. I'm on MeWe, Float, Twitter. I was on Parler. I might start expanding to uh, fucking uh, Minds and some other ones here soon because I do want to like kind of practice what I preach and start diversifying. Um, like I mentioned earlier, the end of Fed the, uh, dot app. Check them out. Let me know what you think. I really want to get some feedback. Um, I really do think this is a really interesting idea. And they're very much like in their infancy, but it's more about getting people on board to kind of move it forward. Because I do think that is a big bottleneck in this whole like social game is the app store. Because, I mean, if we do get up with a million different uh, apps, but we only end up with like two, three, four app stores that people use regularly, it's kind of like, what's the point? They can still just nuke it off of the, the app store. So, yeah, like I've also said to global at gmail.com. Uh, like, share, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. Like I said, they are trying to like, I feel like I've been noticing from my started the, the views I was getting at the beginning, the views of me now are starkly different. So, you know, I, I would ask that you try to support content you like, you know, even if it's as simple as clicking the like button, if it's something you do like, you know, if you don't, don't, whatever, you know, I'm not saying I'm not begging or anything. Just, you know, just be mindful when you interact. Like if you like stuff, promote that stuff, share it, comment, whatever, you know, and uh, yeah, with that, deuces. Appreciate it. I hope you guys enjoyed this. And it was a quick one, but I just kind of, this is a thing I've been on my mind lately. So I wanted to kind of go into it. All right.